Don't let these tears fool you. It's all dog around this mug. I'm good. <laughs> Hey, what's going on, Who That Nation? It is yours truly, TJ Jones. Yes, I am the host of the State of the Saints podcast. Thank you so much for checking out the State of the Saints podcast, where we talk New Orleans Saints. And on this edition, we're going to be talking about the Saints' 20-17 victory over the Carolina Panthers in Week 2 on primetime, Monday Night Football, giving the Saints the B treatment giving them a B-plus analyst team, uh, also giving them B-plus time slot. But nevertheless, it's all good. The New Orleans Saints handling their business, especially defensively. The New Orleans Saints getting it done, making the young Bryce Young have a very, very rough night and plenty of welcome to the NFL moments. But, I mean, it was ugly. Wasn't the best win in the world. A lot of things they need to clean up. Of course, we already know that. But I will say there's a couple things that I saw. Number one, I'm going to say the positives because I know last time, last show, you know, people was getting upset with me because I they felt like I didn't say nothing positive, which I did. But number one, um, not many penalties tonight. Um, the Saints being a little bit more disciplined. Um, I know there were some pass interference calls and stuff like that. But you all know that normally comes around four-minute mark of the fourth quarter when the game is on the line the Saints need to stop I mean we all know that right but for all in all the New Orleans Saints were relatively clean when it came to that uh you got to give a shout out to Chris Olave amazing catch I mean that one-handed grab was incredible uh also Michael Thomas starting the game off on a high note clutch catching his own right Tony Jones Jr. stepping up in a major way uh, you know, I mean, I'm pretty sure he didn't think he was going to get that type of workload tonight, but he answered the call. Taysom Hill stepping up. All he does is just play football really, really well and uh, take your pick on the defense, especially the defensive line, causing havoc all night, ripping and grabbing and pushing guys back. Got to be impressed with the defensive line. But then we have to talk about this offense. Got to talk about this offensive line continuing to struggle, continuing to be a problem and an Achilles heel for the New Orleans Saints. But what can you do at this point, who that nation? What can you do? I mean, you spend first round and second round picks on the offensive line. You expect for them to develop into some pretty credible offensive linemen. But, I mean, it's pretty much the matador treatment here. Ole, you know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, you can come through. You know, you can get a sack. You can get a sack. I know we were really, really critical. We were really critical of Trevor Penny last week. Well, I don't want to put y'all in it. I was very, very critical of him last week, and justifiably so. And I make no apologies about that because you got to play better, man. It's the NFL, all right? But tonight, every last member of the offensive line. Barbecue chicken alert. Barbecue, barbecue chicken, chicken alert. Barbecue, barbecue chicken alert. Barbecue chicken alert. Every last one of them got beat. Every last one of them. And this is a problem, Who That Nation. It is a problem. I don't, man, I don't want to have shows like this. I don't want anybody to think they rolled up on the State of the Saints podcast. Man, who is this black dude right here talking about? We won tonight. I don't want people to look at this show for the first time and just feel as if I'm just trying to be negative Nancy. But you got to call a spade a spade. You can't just look past issues because the team won. It's, it's not like there is going to come a time where the New Orleans Saints are going to have to score points because their defense may have a bad game. The defense may be missing somebody. The defense may not be up to snuff. You have to perform. 
It's that simple. It, it's just that simple, man. Kicking field goals, that's great, man. Good that we have a good kicker we can count on and Blake Groupie. But you got to get the in the end zone. You had two opportunities, one on the seven and another one on the 10. And you cannot punch in touchdowns. One passing touchdown in the red zone. I'm going to say that again, who that nation? One passing touchdown in the red zone. When you have really good wide receivers in Shahid, in Thomas, in Olave, in Jawan Johnson, you got that type of talent, and you only can get one passing touchdown? And not to mention, you got Jimmy freaking Graham. Jimmy freaking Graham is on your team. He's not hurt. He's not, nothing's ailing him as far as I know. You can't put Jimmy Graham, a guy who is one of the biggest red zone threats throughout his career. He has been a red zone threat. And you can't put Jimmy in the game. I don't care if you throw the ball up to him one time. At least you try. They got to do better, folks offensively they got to do better because they are squandering this great defense this is a great defense if these dudes stay healthy look out this deep this offense needs to follow suit it would be a shame that the saints spent years who that nation they spent years trying to get a defense and they finally get one and the offense wet the freaking bed. It would be a shame. It would be an absolute shame. Let's get this thing going, man. For real. Like, boneheaded interception. Like, come on, man. Getting woofed. Getting slapped around by guys two, three times less your size on the offensive line. Like, what are we doing? What are we doing? What I, I know you capable of more than that. Once again, I'm happy for the victory. But I'm just saying it's going to come a time when this offense is going to have to show up and show out. And it can't just be, I got to throw it deep because we desperate right now. Like, how about playing like that the entire game? How about doing that now? You know, I don't, I don't get it. I, I don't understand. But let me read some of your comments, folks. Let me get one, some of your comments in here. DA said they were a good during preseason and didn't play his first team offense more than one series. Yeah, they're they definitely not good. The truth hurts. Tell it like it is. TJ, where Jimmy in the red zone? Man, Lord have mercy. We, we speak in the same language. We are speaking the same language, Kim. I, I just do not understand why this guy, <laughs> you got a six foot seven. 257-pound guy who can jump and wins that matchup more times tonight, and you not going to put him out there? What are you doing? What are you doing, man? It almost sounds like TJ from uh, that Steelers game last year. Man, it's looking bad, man. Like, for real, this offense, like, it got to get on board. I see some positive things. When it does start clicking, it, gonna, it can be something special. But my goodness. How about, man, how about making some plays? I mean, going to, like, who in here believed this game should have been, what was it, nine to six to, at halftime or six, tied at six? I can't even remember. Who would have thought, at, at, for the most part, field goals would be the name of the game the way the Saints defense was playing? The Saints had two opportunities in the red zone. Two the, the defense gave you one of them, and you still couldn't get in. Like, come on, man. Like, this this ain't, bro. This, mm-mm. You got to do better than this. It's good, it's good to fix things in victory more so than defeat, but my goodness, man. Like, you pay a guy $150 million. I just mentioned this on a Bleacher Report, and shouts out to everybody that were over there for that live stream. You got a guy that you paid $150 million to come be on your team because you said, you said, and you wanted the who that nation to believe that he was better 
than what we already have. Rather it was Andy Dalton, rather it was Jameis Winston, rather it was Ian Book. You said that this dude was better. And based on what I've seen in two games, I can't I can't say that. I cannot say that. If people told me that if if Derek Carr get on a team that got a really elite lights out defense, then he'll be able to thrive and shine. I mean, where where that though? You know what I'm saying? Where is that? That's all I want to know. Clutch clutch passes down the down the field. That's cool. You need that. But I also would like to I would also like to see the offense not have to put themselves in that position to have to do that late in games. We need Rita Benson back. Are they too comfortable in that building? You ain't lying. I don't know if they're too comfortable or I don't know, man. I mean, you can't like Dennis Allen, you we know his calling card is defense. So as a as a defensive coordinator, it don't get no better than that. And honestly, based on what this defense is, I want this thing to work. I want it to work because you got to think about this, who that nation. If it don't work with Dennis Allen, guess what? That means that everything that he has taught defensively leaves with him. I don't want that. I want this offense to work. You know, even if that means going out here getting another offensive coordinator from college something like you you gotta you gotta do something man this ain't it bro like for real i don't i don't want to squander this like i want i want dennis allen to work with this defense you know like i want this defense to work because regardless to what you're trying to parade out there this defense can erase that they playing at a high level man it's been a minute since i've seen a saints defense this good and i know it's early but Man, they this is not an outlier, like for real. Like, how many times have we seen a New Orleans Saints defense make some of the most elite quarterbacks in all of football look like mere mortal? Mere mortal, like seriously, Aaron Rodgers, Tom Brady. I mean, think about some of these elite quarterbacks that's in the league right now, handling business. They make these dudes look pretty pedestrian. Like, come on, man. Like, I want to see this defense work. I want I want Dennis Allen to work because I know this defense going to always be on point for the most part. So the offense need to come with it. This what man, this is a championship defense. Do you hear me, who that nation? This is a championship defense. I'm not stuttering when I say this. The Saints got the best defense in the league. Seriously. I'm, I'm not being a homer. If I felt like they weren't, I would say this. Like, I seen the Cowboys play. I don't I can't stand the Cowboys, but you got to get the devil they do. That defense legit. I've seen the Eagles play. That defense is legit. I look at the 49ers, legit defense. And none of them can just say that they only allow one touchdown. Well, maybe the Cowboys can. Cowboys can. But my point is they up there with it. They they are top, they're a top defense. They're definitely a top defense. They're the, they're, to me, they're the best defense in the league. Why is Jimmy Graham not out there when it comes to the red zone? I don't know. I don't know. Uh waiting uh in until 41 get back. Y'all watch. Well, hopefully you need to come back soon, man. Get this offense going. But man, bruh. Still, I, I don't, I don't, man, I, I just don't understand. I don't understand why this, this, I don't understand why this offense can't be on track. Uh, prime Drew Brees, this score would have been 38 to 6. You ain't lying. You, you are not lying. Ain't no way in the world, ain't no way in the world Drew Brees would have had these boys up here winning 20 to 17 with that type of defensive performance out there. Honestly, should have put up uh, about 40 points, especially with that uh, field position we had. Yep squandered a lot of opportunities and like i said i don't look i don't want anybody to i i, I feel like for two weeks i came on here and you know I, i've been upset about the way the offense looked and i think people get the wrong impression look i'm happy they won i i really am but i just don't want this team to get in their own way you understand like it's hard enough that you got your opposition playing pretty well right now you know it, it, that's one thing you have to go out there and you have to play 
you got to play up to your potential. The Saints offense is not playing up to his potential. That defense is, man, bro, whoo. Thank God for the defense, for real. Thank God for the defense. If if it wasn't for this defense, this team, as a staff, organization, and crew, would be 0-2. It, it's just that. It, can you imagine if the Saints didn't? If they had that 2016 defense, the Saints would be 0-2 right now. Uh, I thought they bought Jimmy in just for the red zone. It doesn't make uh, sense. It don't make sense at all. Like you might as well, like that could have been somebody else spot. You know, if we if we just got Jimmy Graham around here for nostalgia, I'd rather take that spot and give it to somebody that's gonna make a play or two, not somebody just sitting on the sidelines. Breeze was lethal in the red zone. Imagine Drew Breeze with this defense. My God. Uh, card. Uh. Uh, let me see sits his uh feet flat-footed uh the first half and tried to force an ugly pass with no heat that was it i don't know what the heck that was i mean that was man that was a mistake it's so like that was inexcusable i'm like what what are you doing like would you see kelvin johnson out there or something like that megatron back randy moss back i mean my my dude what are you doing um i'm happy they won but I see the big holes. Yeah, I mean, they 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 pretty they pretty obvious, you know. They they not even holes, they craters right now offensively. Uh isn't Carr a play action quarterback? How many times he got out the pocket today? The whole line needs to be reworked. Well, it's too late for that now. <laughs> the season is here. So, I mean, you, you can you ain't about to sign Larry Allen off the street, uh Jonathan Ogden, and none of them guys coming back. They ain't walking through that door. Jamai Bushrod ain't walking through that door. Jari Evans ain't walking. My guy Zach Streep ain't walking. You know, like it, it's you. It, it, this is them as y'all, and y'all is them. You know, this is this is the this is the offensive line. You know, you gotta you gotta get it done. Like seriously, you gotta get it done. Like we laughing right now, but man, if in a game that counts, and this offensive line playing like this, we not gonna have the same level of energy. Uh, why you float the ball into triple coverage? This is a communication problem with Carr. Yeah, he had a couple uh communication issues with his uh receivers. One with Tony Jones Jr. when he threw the ball behind when he expected uh Tony Jones to continue to run. That was in the red zone. Um, on that uh deep out uh, with Chris Olave, which would have been a first down. It was like third and seventeen. And then Michael Thomas, he threw the ball on, uh, behind Michael Thomas instead of. Uh, waiting for Michael Thomas to win his matchup and throw the ball inside. So it was some it was some communication issues, but there were also some plays that dude just didn't make. But you know that's why you know I gotta get with the all twenty two to make sure that what I'm seeing isn't what I was feeling last week. I even I even said that, but he did have opportunities and he could have knit a sweater in his, in, the, in that pocket on a few opportunities. Uh. Car isn't horrible. The Saints' offense isn't horrible, but they are holding back the defense. Yeah, I mean, they horrible right now. Do I think it's going to stay that way? It bet not. You know, if if it, it continues to stay that way, you don't have the right guy quarterback, and you definitely don't have the offensive line. Uh, what's up with Jamal Williams' injury news? He he has a hamstring injury, so I'm pretty sure he's going to be out for a couple couple weeks. I'd be shocked if he plays um next um this this uh weekend versus the uh green bay packers i don't see that happening hamstring uh he couldn't even run he couldn't even run a cut you know what i'm saying for the most part so there you go uh we need ak what happened to uh the tight end jawan johnson one catch out there if i ain't mistaken I, I think i seen him catch one one catch let me make sure i'm telling you right i'm pulling out uh the stat line right now i want to make sure that i'm i'm giving uh accurate information here but only i only seen like one catch from that was like on the left i mean the right sideline am i right uh no he had two catches so i mean i don't even remember the second one so i i don't know like i thought you know he would be i thought he would be having some monster games but not so much short week away game we need to uh be running on all cylinders for the green bay game yeah you gotta you gotta uh you got to go out there. You got to play because them dudes going to be ready. They done lost to Atlanta. They ain't trying to drop too, too straight. 
TJ just made a great point. Positions are set that offensive line is what we have. So the coaches need to work with them and figure out what works uh, the same with Carr. Just find what works. All I know is you're going to get Carr killed, and we're not going to be talking about him in the next couple of weeks if his offensive line continues to play like this. Like, let, let's stop let, let, let's stop playing ourselves here. Y'all, I mean, I'm telling people. I am telling you. I know you don't want to hear this, but this is a serious issue. If you don't have an offensive line that can protect your quarterback, Derek Carr is not going to be the quarterback in the next couple of weeks. He is not going to be able to withstand these hits. Like, it's going to take one, it gonna, one time, and the next thing you know, they're going to be picking him up off the ground. And we're going to be trying to figure it out all over again. This offensive line has got to play better. Uh, offensive chemistry has to get better. But that just, that's with reps and, you know, in practice. Uh, Carr may not be horrible, but he is no better than what we had. Well, he, I, I definitely agree with that at this point. He's not showing that. Maybe he is, but right now he's not. This is why the starters need to play more uh, in preseason. No excuses. Especially like when you got a new offense or a new quarterback. I definitely feel like you need more reps. They took that one drive. He went seven or eight and they went go sit down somewhere. But as you can see, they, they went on point. Uh, it can't stay this way. It shouldn't. It shouldn't stay this way. Especially like since we supposed to have a $150 million franchise quarterback now. It shouldn't. Car so far is only slightly better than what we had before. I don't see a difference. I, I don't see a difference. I, I don't. I mean, I don't know. I I, mm -hmm. I don't see much of a difference. You know, I, I, maybe you do, but I, I don't at this time. Uh, this will jail. I have full faith uh, that this offense will heat up the uh, second half of the season. Mark my words. Well, I just hope that it, you know, why are they trying to heat up? It don't cost this team some games that they should have won. Uh, Saints O-line are better equipped uh, to be a run-first offense. I, you saw that too, huh? You you saw that too, right? I, I'm, I'm glad you – I'm glad I'm not the only one that saw that. I'm not – I'm glad I'm not the only one that saw that. You know, so I I, I, I don't know. Let's see. Carr isn't a $100 million upgrade. I, at this point, he is not. I ain't saying that he won't end up being, but right now he's not. What's up with Jameis Winston? Is he getting traded to the New York Jets or the New England Patriots? <laughs> I don't know if he's getting traded to any of those teams. But I tell you what, the way that that offensive line playing, and I think somebody said this, and I will concede to them. I would not get rid of Jameis Winston because the way that offensive line looking, you might need him in the next couple of weeks. Uh, so at this point, will Miller uh, a waste of a pick? Too early in his career, man. Too early. Too early in his career. Do it a third round pick. Get a rookie. Man, you still you can still smell the infamil on that boy, Brett, man. Come on, man. Get that guy a break. So if, if he's having this conversation, if we're having this conversation, you know, around this time next year with a nice little sample size or lack thereof, then maybe we can, you know, start talking about that. But not right now. Not right now. Uh, Jawan Morrow and Graham accounted for three catches. Saquon Barkley, Jamal Williams, and Nick Chubb all uh, got hurt week two. Was not, uh, was not kind to running backs. Yeah, definitely wasn't, man. Prayers up for Nick Chubb. That was an ugly... That was an ugly hit right there. That was and, – and, and you know what? I feel so bad for the running backs because Saquon Barkley was looking to get paid. I want to say Nick Chubb was oh, – he, he ended up getting paid. I'm not sure he was in negotiations. Jamal Williams finally get a workload where, you know, he can prove that he's more than just a, a short yardage back and all these guys get hurt. And, you know, that's the reason why – you know, these players want their money. You know what I'm saying? It's the reason why. You know, and I know we get mad because guys be holding out and they not playing. But can you blame them in moments like this? You know, somebody roll over your ankle. It's like Brian Burns tonight, you know? I mean, not Brian Burns, uh, Shaq Thompson. You know I mean, things can happen, you know, right? And I don't know, man, I just feel so bad, especially for Saquon. 
Saquon, you know, he's been injured throughout his career. The Giants, he had a really solid year last year. The Giants didn't want to pay him, and now look. And if, if it's something serious, he definitely ain't going to get paid the type of money that his talent entails him getting. Uh, let me see. DePriest, uh, thank you very much for the 499, says, it's one thing for the left side of the line to have issues, but why is the right side struggling too? We just paid Ruiz. Ramchek uh, got beat too. Yeah. Yeah, ain't no excuse for that. Like I said, the whole offensive line as a staff, organization, and crew looked like slaw at one time or another tonight. So uh, you can't just be so, you know, critical on, on Trevor Penning because now it's like, man, look at the line. Like the whole line looking like it's in shambles right now. Uh, I stand up for my Saints, but I do not apologize for my lack of faith in them, but I will love them anyway. Well, they got to give you something to believe in. I mean, it's a 2-0 start, but hey, uh, what happened to Daryl Williams? Uh, I don't know what happened to him, but they might want to call him up. You know, they might want to call him up. Or they probably activate Kirk Merritt or something like that as a backup. Uh, Carr is not accurate. I don't want to say he's not accurate. Uh, he was just missing the night. You know, he was missing some guys that he should have uh, hit. But I think it had a lot to do with the chemistry and them not being on the same page. But there was a couple of passes that sailed over his head. But I don't want to say he's not accurate. He's accurate, but sometimes that stat line be saving him. Like, he, if you go back, like, honestly, if you look at his stat line tonight, it ain't really that bad. You know what I'm saying? Like, 21 to 36, 228 yards. Like, okay, you know, like, not bad. Not setting the world on fire, but, you know, I've seen worse. But, you know, but it's, sometimes his stats don't really be telling the whole story because you you have two plays that basically just inflate the stats, right? You got a 45-yard pass to Chris Olave. I want to say a 43-yard pass to Rashid Shahid. So that's kind of inflating the stats here. You take those uh, plays, you know what I'm saying, you you in the hundreds. So, I mean, those two plays right there kind of made the, the stat line look more attractive. You know what I'm saying? Like, you know, it, it, it's it's a good filter. You know, you ever take a picture and all of a sudden, you know what I'm saying, you kind of filter it a little bit, put the lighting where it needs to go, you know, make the picture look good. But, you know what I'm saying, if you hit that, the original button, it don't look the same, right? You know, that that's kind of like what it looks like tonight. He just got to play better. Best trio wide receivers, no excuses, throw the ball, car, or drive out of NOLA. <laughs> Let's see. Yeah, I think that, uh, that he is better than Jameis, but Carr needs to have uh, better reads. What, what, the, like, honestly, what have you seen from Derek Carr that tells you that he's better than Jameis Winston? At this, at this point, like, seriously, what has he done that shows you that he's better than Jameis Winston? Let, let us count the ways here, right? He throws for 300 yards in his first game. Then Jameis throw for 300 yards too. Um, he got sacked a bunch of times in his first game. Then Jameis gets sacked a bunch of times in the first game. Jam- Jameis Winston, among Saints fans and others, are accused of throwing boneheaded interceptions. Two of Derek Carr's interceptions would be considered boneheaded. We cannot move the goalposts here, all right? There is nothing, and I mean nothing, that I have saw that tells me that Derek Carr is better than Jameis Winston. Nothing. If you're saying that, it's because you just feel that he is. But if you're watching these games, the same issues that you had with Jameis are the same issues that you had with Derek Carr. He holds on to the ball too long. Oh, the offensive line ain't protecting him. Man, what was he thinking with that interception? What's the difference? What's the difference? I'm not saying that it's going to end up being like this continuously, but in two games, what have you seen from Derek Carr that you felt like you didn't see from Jameis Winston? I I just want to know. Somebody please, somebody please tell me. Like, it's okay to like a guy and it's okay to ride for your guy. And it's okay to say, He's going to get better. That's well within your rights. But let's not try to suspend our imaginations for the people that we like and turn that mother lover on 
when we have a, a axe to grind with the other person. No, 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 no. I have not seen it, who that nation. And you know, deep down inside, you ain't seen it. Once again, I'm not saying that it's going to end up being like this continuously. But you got to be real with yourself. If we're going to evaluate who that nation, we got to do it fairly. We can't turn our heads for people that we like and start finger pointing at the people that we got problems with. This dude has to play better. At this stage, if you were saying this around week two, and I don't feel bad about this, because in two games, everybody was telling me Jameis needs to play better. Jameis, what he doing doing that pick? All these things, right? So don't act just because it's not Jameis Winston anymore that you ain't seeing it. Let's keep that mug a hundred. Let's keep it a buck. If you're not keeping it a buck, this ain't the show for you. And this is not, and this is not me having a problem with Derek Carr. All I'm saying is, based on the money that he was given, based on the fact that what we were we were told and we were under the impression that the offense was going to be better and the offense was supposed to improve because Derek Carr is a quarterback. I heard Derek Carr can read a defense better. I heard Derek Carr can make better decisions, quicker decisions. The same things that we have accused Jameis Winston of, holding on to the ball too long, taking unnecessary risks. You have seen from Derek Carr. Be real with yourself. Keep it a buck. Not to say that's going to stay like this, but you got you, you to gotta be real with yourself. Uh, we didn't upgrade at the quarterback position. Derek holds on to the ball too long. Uh, I haven't seen a damn thing, bro. Uh, I don't know if you have talked about this, but uh, do you think Saints sign a running back this week? If they, if they do, it's probably going to be somebody that was already on the team before. Like, uh, I'm pretty sure, like, you'll activate Kirk Merritt, or you'll probably get, like, a guy like Daryl Williams to come in to back up Tony Jones Jr. Look, you got to give Tony Jones Jr. The, the, the start next week if everybody else is out. You got to. Based on his performance tonight, you got you got to give it to him. You got you got to give him you got to give him opportunity to start if uh, Jamal Williams doesn't play, which I don't think that he will. Uh, I would prefer Carr over Winston. That's fine. That's fine. That that's that's cool. But I'm glad that you said this. So because you prefer Carr over, well, I won't say you, man. I apologize. People prefer Carr over Winston, so they're not going to. Try they're not going to be as observant of his imperfections because that's their guy, right? So I'm just saying, man, if we gonna if we gonna critique, we gonna critique. If we gonna talk, we gonna talk. If we gonna talk football, we gonna talk football. Like let's not like there's certain things that there are certain things that we we analyze and we have our opinions about, and then there are things that are just so blatantly obvious. They're so blatantly obvious. And this is one of those cases where something is so blatantly obvious. I don't see any difference in his play than I've seen from any other quarterback last season that, that put on a Saints uniform. That includes Andy Dalton. That includes Andy Dalton. I'm not saying he Andy Dalton, but I don't see a difference. Not that, not right now, at least. You know Jameis uh, ain't starting. Uh, pulling your hair out, comparing the two, it's just a waste of time. All we got his car is uh, the waiting game. Maybe he gets better. Maybe he don't. But we just got to wait. Well, look, I, it's not about tearing your hair out. Some, You know, I'm just saying that I don't see a difference. I, I'm not saying that I'm lobbying for Jameis to start. I'm not saying that Jameis needs to start over him. They need to bench him. I'm not saying that. But all, all I'm saying is, if you're asking me, is there a difference Based on the two games that I seen from Derek Carr, do I look at it as a difference than what I seen last year from Jameis Winston or Andy Dalton? Absolutely not. He's still a quarterback, and I wish him well, but I don't see a difference. Somebody, somebody, tell me if they see a difference. Like that's that's all I want. And, and look, you don't have to agree with me, but somebody tell me they don't see a difference besides the fact that he's white. Like seriously, like what's like that's the only difference I see. Jameis is black, Derek Carr is white. That's the only difference. If you if you looked at or put on some tape, 
it's looking like the same dude. It's the same situations and same problems that we had or issues that you had with Jameis Winston, holding on to the ball too long, making unnecessary risk. What's the difference? Somebody tell me, man. Like, if you see a difference, let me know. Week one through three is shaking off the preseason rust. Relax. Uh, it's not about the preseason rust, man. Bruh. I want I want you to understand something, Ray Ray. You're right about what you're saying. Like, don't don't get me wrong. You're right. But while they're getting it right, uh, you might not want to have your your quarterback taking these type of hits. You might not want to have his season over before it even starts. Because that's what's going to happen. If this guy continues to take hits, I'm talking Derek Carr, he will get hurt. And we all know that players are just one play away from being hurt. Livelihood being taken away from him. And I don't want that to happen to him. So they might want to protect him while he's trying to figure it out. Oh, That's all I'm saying. Uh, it's a big difference and it's not even close, TJ. What's the difference? What's the difference? I want to know. I want to know what's the difference. I mean, let me see something. Maybe, maybe I'm tripping. Let me, let me, uh, let me pull something up real quick. Because I'm, I want to know. I want to know what's the difference. I want to know what's the difference besides the fact that you probably got more confidence in one than the other. That's it. Because there's nothing that that was that I seen so far that I would just say they're just completely different. So I, I'm I'm I want to try to pull some stuff up here. I want, I want to see this. Let's see. I'm trying to pull up. What I'm trying to do right now is pull up these these guys' first two games of the season last year. That's that's what I'm trying to pull up. So just give me a second here. All right. So I'm looking at the player stats here. I'm going with the Saints. All right. So wait, I'm looking at the wrong game. I'm trying to pull up the, the games in which Jameis actually played in. I know he played in a few games to be at the beginning of the season. So um make sure that I'm I'm doing this right here. That's the one from January 9th. Uh, because I I need to see some. <laughs> mm. Well, it's not giving it's not giving me what I'm I'm looking for, but I'm trying to what I'm trying to do is I'm trying to pull up Jameis Winston's uh stats. I'm trying to pull up Jameis Winston's uh stats from his first two games. Okay, so this game right here is this is against the Atlanta Falcons. All right, Jameis Winston was. 23 of 34, 269 yards and two touchdowns. Derek Carr, I want to say he threw for 305 yards and a touchdown. Uh, week number two, Jameis threw for, let me see, Jameis threw for over 300 yards. I, I know that for a fact. Tonight, Derek Carr threw for, what, two? He threw for like 260-some yards, no touchdowns. All I'm saying is I don't see a difference. That's, that's all I'm saying. I, I don't see much of a difference based on the performances. Jameis had eight touchdowns, one interception. Um, we talking about last year? I I don't know. I don't know if he had eight touchdowns, one interception off the off the rip, did he? I don't think that's the case. Yeah, I don't I don't think he got uh I don't think he had uh eight touchdowns because uh, I know he threw quite a few interceptions. I ain't just going to sit up there and just be acting that bold with it. But uh, I knew he threw like a few interceptions. Okay, then the, the next week, he ended up playing Tampa, right? And in this game, he threw for two, uh, 236 yards, one touchdown, three interceptions. So he threw for, you know what I'm saying, 236 yards, 25 or 40. So in two games, Jameis had, what, three touchdowns, three interceptions? Derek Carr has one touchdown, two interceptions? I, like, somebody tell me, what's the difference? What's the, what's the difference in those performances? You know, like, yeah, he turned the ball over, but they both turned the ball over. They both make uh, boneheaded decisions. 
you know, if you have a problem or issue with some of the decision make, what's the difference? I don't see it. Uh, the Saints are a defensive team now. Yeah, I mean, I think we all can concede to that. <laughs> uh, Watson uh, pick wasn't his fault. His receivers got to catch that pass. And I'm not even watching that game. I'm pretty sure it was exciting towards the end from what I've seen. Uh, Trey uh, T, I was like, uh, word is with this coverage uh, late in the fourth. Um, let's see. We have too many weapons on offense to not stretch the field and give defenses fits, bro. Well, they wasn't giving up nothing tonight. You know what I'm saying? They were sitting on a lot of routes. They was willing to give the same stuff underneath, but they weren't letting nothing go behind them uh, until, like, you know, towards the end of the game. Uh, if you guys think uh, Winston is better than Carr, you guys don't know football. What is the proof? You know what I'm saying? What, what's the proof in it? And based on what you've seen, besides the fact that you like Derek Carr, and people told you that Derek Carr was better than Jameis Winston or told him that he was good. Like, I, what, what's the proof? Like, I want to know, like, what people proof is tonight besides the fact that they probably just didn't like Jameis Winston. You know, that, that's all I want to know. Like, you probably just didn't like him. Or the fact that you rolled so hard for Derek Carr, now that's your guy. You know what I'm saying? Like, you got to defend him now. I'm not saying that he might not end up, you know, being the quarterback of the future. All I'm saying is, based on these couple performances that we've seen, I don't see a difference. But like I said, this is an early season, and they have plenty of time for people to figure it out. But right now, about the same. Uh, this is just me, but I was hoping we would have blew it uh, two seasons ago. That was my opinion, though. Carr hasn't had a game with multiple picks yet. He hasn't had a game with multiple touchdowns either has he there you go see you see how we do it we we, <laughs> we will defend the people like if james had like if james was doing this people like man he didn't have a multiple touchdown game but now is he had multiple interceptions well i mean Derek Hart didn't have a multiple touchdown game either so like we we gonna ride hard for the people that we love and the people that we support and we're going to make it make sense. Like, but I don't care about, look, I look, if I'm wrong about something, I'll say it. I, I don't care. Like, but we, I'm not going to pretend just because I like somebody um, that I ain't seeing something that's pretty obvious. You know, it's pretty obvious right now. You may not want to see it because you feel like this guy's still better. But if you peel it back, it looks virtually the same as of right now. Uh, the proof is in the all 22, every pass of car, you'll have to do that segment. TJ, give us what we want, man. That's, that's, that's your guy. Deuce Wyndham over there, man. Uh, Deuce is the guy that does the all 22s. And, and I say, ask him, you know what I'm saying? Like he, he has a really good way of breaking things down, you know, uh, shots out to Deuce, man. Um, me and him kind of had a, you know, disagreement as far as like with the offensive line of, and where Trevor Penning belongs. He did an outstanding, um, uh, film study on that and why he feels like he he needs to remain at left tackle uh but he does a really good job at breaking down film you know i'm i'm more of a you know i'm more of a historic a historic uh type guy when it comes to sports more of a savant uh, when it comes to understanding stats and numbers and stuff like that and i can kind of make an assessment based on that but but i mean i watch all 22 but not not as much as other people like breaking it down and stuff Carr was throwing picks for the Raiders. Uh, TJ, pull up Pro Bowl appearances and playoff appearances, Carr versus Winston. How many, like, well, <laughs> if you want to be technical, Jameis Winston has what? One playoff appearance? And Derek Carr has one playoff appearance, right? So there you go right there. If we want to talk about playoff performances, Derek Carr didn't, only played like one playoff game, and that was against the Bengals, if I'm not mistaken. He didn't play in that. He didn't play in that playoff game. Uh, a, you know, a couple of years before that. So there you go. If you want to talk about Pro Bowl, I mean, at this particular stage, I mean, a Pro Bowl don't mean absolutely nothing. Like, you want to go to Pro Bowl? Nah, I got to play in a Super Bowl. You want to play in a Pro Bowl? No, I'm dealing with this injury. Uh, let's take you. Now you're a Pro Bowler. 
but you won the first choice. So, I mean, Pro Bowl is watered down. So, if we want to be technical about it, Jameis Winston did throw a touchdown pass in the playoffs. You know, so, that, so he did make an appearance. If we if we want to if we want to be technical about it, one to one. <laughs> there you go. Uh, Carr is the goat. I hope he end up being the goat. Need him to be. Jameis has 100 completion in the playoff future MVP. <laughs> uh, Joey Howard Carr can still uh, get hurt, so Winston uh, starting again is not out of the realm of possibility. With the way that offensive line playing, it it, it won't be. I said, and I hope that I'm wrong, but they got to get better, man. They're going to get your boy hurt. Uh, Colston never made a Pro Bowl uh, as a stellar as he was. Good point. Good point. Uh, why are we talking about Jameis a car? Don't really understand this. I'm not just talking about Jameis and, you know, and, and Derek as far as like com- comparing the two, like, oh, he needs to start over the other. What I'm saying is, if we're talking about performance and what we were told, like it was supposed to be a step up. I didn't, I don't see it at this particular point. That That's the only, that was the only thing that I was saying. And I'm just, I'm just challenging people to tell me, do you see a difference besides the, the fact that one is black and the other one is white? That's all I'm saying. Like, I don't see a difference. I, I feel like the way, Jameis, I mean, the way that Derek Carr is playing, if Jameis was playing, people would have that same level of energy that some of us have and vice versa. So I don't feel bad about saying this at all. TJ, you lying. Carr has two playoff appearances. Where's the the second playoff appearance? Where's the second playoff appearance? Because I can remember like him playing in the playoffs versus the Cincinnati Bengals a couple of years ago. And I remember uh, what McLaughlin, uh, you know what I'm saying, a quarterback out of Penn State, he was the one that started in that game because Derek Carr ended up getting hurt and he couldn't play in the playoffs. I, I, I just want to know. I, I mean, maybe I'm tripping. You know, maybe I'm tripping or something like that. Uh, let's see. Carr needs to step it up in the pocket presence and chemistry has to lock in uh, with our offense. Uh, let's see. I'm with you after week eight. We can talk. Uh, I do believe it's going to get better, but it will take time and hope uh, he can stay healthy. Yeah. I mean, it's going to take some time, but man, the offense, my offensive line ain't going to give them no time. man. I'm telling you that that's that's the most that's the most scary thing about all this, man, is that the way the offensive line is just getting beat at the line of scrimmage like that. Like when he has to make a throw, he makes it. Man. I look, I will agree with that, right? He he makes some clutch throws, but all I'm saying is, why have to wait to the end of the game? Like, why why put that type of pressure on yourself? Like, how about making some of these throws in the middle of the game? Right? So I, I don't know. Like I said, I, I think I think he makes some he made some really good throws towards the end of the game. He made some really good throws towards the end of the last game. But all I'm saying is. A lot of these, a lot of these issues are self-inflicted. So how about like fixing these issues where you don't have to go out here making a forty-three-yard strike to Shahid, you know, because you already dominated throughout the game. Uh, TJ hit the nail on the head. Folks ain't seeing that the energy isn't the same in the quarterback evaluation. Yeah, just the fact that one person likes one over the other. So because you like the one over the other, you're gonna defend it which is the same thing they were accusing people that like Jameis Winston about when they were saying that they was riding for their guy and, you know, y'all don't want to see passes and imperfections. Well, it seems like the shoe is on the other foot here. Or, you know, I mean, I'm, I'm just saying, um, you know, that that's not fair. Like, if we're going to evaluate football, let's evaluate football. Be like, man, yeah, that's my guy. But, yeah, he do have to play better. But I believe in him, you know, but – to sit up here and like just completely ignore the imperfections. Uh, but Joe Dog, look, I, I know Joe Dog, he trying to debate me, bro, but it's a losing battle, dog. It's, it's a losing battle. It, it's a losing battle. And I don't, you know, it, it don't matter. You ain't about to, conv- you're not about to convince me that <laughs> one don't look like the other. 
So I don't care what, what type of stats that you want to put up. Uh, this is the State of Saints podcast. I'm the host. Let's see. If any everyone stays healthy, I do believe this team will gel and we're going to win a lot of games. Who that? Uh, let's see. Uh, Carr needs to be better, and I think it will come uh, with time and practice. Jameis struggles with the easy throws, and he holds on to the ball too long. They both do. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, they both hold on to the ball too long, man. What are we doing? You know, what What? what are we doing? You know, that's all That's all I want to know. What What are we doing here? But I, I was, uh, all, all jokes aside, you know, Joe Dog. I'm, I'm only kidding about that. I, I think I had to make that disclaimer because I felt like I said that like I actually meant it. But nah, man, I respect, like, I respect what you're saying. But, I mean, even if he had two playoff appearances, Jameis still had one. So what's the difference? It's not like we talk about multiple time, multiple time Pro Bowlers here. I mean, multiple time uh, playoff appearances. And if you know, and if you only had two playoff appearances in nine years, that's 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 not good. Uh, you putting up stats first. Uh, get your facts straight. Just because I misquote about a, st- a playoff appearance, that don't mean that I don't know what I'm talking about. We all make mistakes, bro. But I think people pretty much know exactly what you're saying. I'm sorry that I don't know everything like you. I apologize for that. Now I am trying to be an asshole since you're trying to be one too. Hell off my chat. I tried to give you the benefit of the doubt, but you want to be an asshole. So get off my chat. Uh, let's evaluate football. Then you're ignoring all these Saints, uh, these the real Saints fans comments. Um, I don't like. Yeah, I am. I may be ignoring comments, but I don't have to read comments. You know what I'm saying? I'm, I'm sorry. I miss people comments, but you got 309 people watching this right now. Uh, you got a bunch of people in, in the chat, and um, I know you che- you said something once, twice, right? And you want to get your stuff read, but mm, come on, man. Hey, TJ, I don't understand why uh, we didn't take advantage of Carolina's two safety look to hit plays down the field. Uh, man, it was a lot of like. They were just making sure that they didn't get um they just they were just trying to make sure that they didn't get any uh big plays. Like they they had the safeties kind of playing far back because they didn't want anything to, you know, go over their heads because of Olave and Shahid. What's wrong with people tonight? Like for real. I'm just saying, man, I'm what's wrong with people tonight? Like I know, I know some of y'all wish that y'all can do what I'm doing right now. You know what I'm saying? I, I know you do. And Sometimes, you know, people won't call you out. Man, yeah, instead of two, it was three. See, he don't know what he talking about. See, it was four, but it was real. He said five. Like, get a life. Like, I don't know every, I don't know all these numbers like that. I try to get as close as I possibly can to, you know what I'm saying, the numbers. And sometimes, you know what I'm saying, I might misquote. But that don't get, don't, don't take away from, you know what I'm saying, what I'm saying, it don't have validity. I don't understand people. I get that all the time on social media and all in uh, in chats, especially like after the show, when you have the cowards that hide out in the chat that just hate on a brother and try to pray on their downfall. You know, they they try to hide out in the chat and try to find ways to discredit you. Well, I normally don't say this, but y'all can kiss my ass. Like seriously, I, I mean that from the bottom of my heart. If you, you know, what I'm saying if you you can't get the jets of what I'm saying. And you're just trying to find ways to talk about, oh, you know, you wrong. See, you don't know what you're talking about. Well, I'll tell you what. It's very, very easy. Get yourself a webcam. Get yourself a ring light. And, you know, start doing shows yourself. And then when you put everybody to sleep, you'll realize how, you know, how hard people work in order for them to create content like this. So, you know, but I'm just saying, like, I'm I'm, I'm tired. I'm tired of it now. I, I know people, you know what I'm saying, used to me kind of being you know, a certain way, but man, some of y'all need to get a life for real. And I mean that. Uh, yeah, you're right, TJ. Uh, they don't have the same energy with Jameis. It looks exactly the same offensively. And they told us we had a high uh, powered offense. Make it make sense. They told us this, right? And you're absolutely right, Kendall. They told us this. So what are we supposed to do? Am I supposed to, uh, they told us to be excited about Michael Thomas coming back. They told us to be excited about Chris Olave. 
They told us to be excited about Shahid, right? They they told us to do this. They told us to get excited because we have a quarterback in Derek Carr who is supposed to lead us to the promised land. And now it is looking stagnant and stale like you left a bag of Cheetos out all night. And now all of a sudden we're not supposed to say nothing about it. Give it some time. Nah, I ain't giving nothing no time. You give somebody $150 million, I ain't giving you no time. And, and, and this guy is not a rookie. He is not a rookie. You know, he, he is not a rookie. So why are, we, why are we judging this guy, a nine-year veteran, like he's a rookie? He is not. You, you should be smart enough not to throw the ball into triple coverage. You should be smart enough to not, you know what I'm saying, be taking a sack in crucial situations. It's just what it is. If you don't want to hear that, fine. But it don't mean that it ain't true. Dude don't need to be taking them unnecessary risk. TJ said he is not one of them. Yeah, man, you know, sometimes people, like, try to get you wrong, man. They, they try to they try to play you, you know what I'm saying? Like, I, I, look, I enjoy doing what I'm doing, man, but, man, a lot, a lot of these people, you know what I'm saying, that be trying to come at me, like, for real. Like, y'all, y'all don't want that, man, because, you know, a lot, of, a lot of people, like I said, they maybe they want to, you know what I'm saying, make a name, you know what I'm saying, based on that. I never do anything like that never you know what i'm saying like i feel like god has blessed me with way too much talent to try to do something like that to anybody but you know you got a lot of people out here man they 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 act like they well wishes but they not and i see like even though i don't really say too much in the chat i'll be seeing i'll be seeing a lot of like uh you know suspect type stuff a lot of times it'd be people that don't think i'll be checking out the comments at the end of the show a lot of cowards if you will a lot of them if I'm not talking about you, I'm not talking about you. But you got a lot of people that hang out in the chat and they want to read the riot act. But then I ain't seeing that same energy during the show. I don't see it when the lines open. I don't see that. They want to tell you on social media and behind the scenes. So, yeah. I know you ain't. Why are you over here? You gonna, you gonna roll up on camera with the white beat on? <laughs> oh man. Uh, I thought you were asleep. You ain't going back to sleep? All right. We about to wrap it up, okay? So we can go ahead and go to bed, all right? You gonna say who that to everybody? Who that? Who that? All right. Yeah, he was asleep, so he heard me talking, so he couldn't. Every time, you know, uh, every time uh, he hears me, like, uh, you know, on the podcast or hear me talking he always wants to come in here and hang out so you know love him to death man might be the next who might be up here talking about you in a couple of years man man why paxton threw that pass why he threw the pass down the field man you gotta read between the progressions then i'm gonna have to really go ask somebody dick talk about my boy like that Nah, but all jokes aside, man, it's good to have some, you know, my my boy here with me, man, looking and always just watching what I'm doing. Uh, it says at least Carr doesn't get hurt like Winston does. He is injury prone. Carr got injured too, man. I mean, the, the injuries happen. I mean, it's it just unfortunate name of the game. These guys don't wake up, Joey, be like, man, I want to get injured. You know, it's just unfortunate. But yeah, look, look, I'm not gonna sit up here and talk about this. They you know, the similarities and differences and stuff like that. My whole point was my whole point for that entire diatribe was I just don't see a difference at this particular point. But let's get into the stats, man. Let's, let's get into the stats uh, here. Let me pull up these stats and we'll just go over that. Uh, I was talking about it at first, right? Uh, for those that just tuned in, uh, you know, Derek Carr, 21 of 36, 228 yards, no touchdowns, one pick. Uh, you got to give Tony Jones Jr. some credit tonight. 12 carries for 34 yards and two touchdowns. Uh, Jamal Williams going down, but he left with nine carries for 29 yards. Thank you. Would have been a pretty big night for him. And also Taysom Hill with nine carries for 75 yards. I mean, man, Taysom Hill. If Taysom Hill played in New York, if Taysom Hill played in Dallas, if he played in one of these big markets, they'll be trying to lobby for this dude to be in the Hall of Fame. He might be like, he might be the best overall football player like you know what I'm saying like ever like he's in that conversation as far as the best overall football player and um you know like I said I feel like if he was in a bigger market he'll be appreciated way more 
TJ, I hate to say it, but I'm about to say what Skip said. Uh, our defense will take us as far as it can. Yep. Uh, uh, he had uh, heard TJ raising his voice, thought TJ was yelling at something. Nah, I mean, look, I mean, his room is like right, I don't want to say it's right above it, but it's like, you know, like he, you can hear like if I project my voice. But uh, normally, like I say, he does, he just comes down and hangs out with me. You know, if he hears me talking or recording like late at night, which that's when I get my most work in, you know, because, you know, the house be kind of quiet, but it's pretty cool, man, because uh, I see him from time to time, you know, sitting in this chair here when, you know, they, you know, off the air and he's trying to talk and he's actually, you know, doing the intro, trying to do the, you know, the State of the Saints podcast intro that I threw. Man, put your shirt down, man. You over here rubbing your belly on camera. <laughs> Scratch your belly on camera. You already enough. You have a little got your little A shirt on. All right. Let's see. Uh, is that your son Paxton? Uh, I don't understand why uh P. Carmichael, the same old play caller for our team offensive line, like uh uh shaking my head. They need to get themselves together. Yeah, yeah, this is Paxton. Uh yeah, he's just uh it's been a while since he's been on camera, man. But yeah. This is my son. This is my son for those that don't know. I mean, he's made several appearances here on the State of the Saints. It's kind of a normal thing. You know what I'm saying? I'm a, I'm an everyday guy, man. I'm a, you know what I'm saying? I go to work like everybody else. I'm a father. You know what I'm saying? I take care of my kid. You know, very, you know, very instrumental and important part of my life. Uh, let's see. Uh, I love Taysom, a.k.a. Captain America. Uh, Robinson is going to be a problem. Yeah. He, he gonna be a problem that dude that dude a fool man uh that's dope bro uh he learning young yeah man he, he like football man he's he starting to watch football a little bit with me starting to hang out a little bit and he's starting to like kind of understand what what you know what players are doing so he, he, he likes to sit in here while i'm watching football or uh, writing articles or something like that he, he's always around uh he is not a rookie he's a seasoned vet uh and plays like <laughs> Uh, he played like he had tag Arbley. <laughs> I ain't gonna say all that, man. I ain't gonna say all that, but he just has to play better. Uh, let's read a few more and then we'll go ahead and get up out of here, man. Joey says, Uh, I don't care about last year. We are 2 and 0 this year, despite not playing that well. Derek has a body of work that will say he will get better, uh, and play better. And when it happens, we will be fun to watch. Look, Joey, look, I hope you're right. You know, I hope you're right. And like I said, it's not an indictment on Derek. I'm just, this is something that I'm I'm saying uh based on these two games. I'm not saying that it ain't gonna get better. Said Nick, uh Nick Chubb is done for the season. I mean, yeah, if you seen that injury, you you pretty much knew that was that was the case. You pretty much knew that was the case. Uh let's see, I have uh toys suitable for you know what, like you tell me what you like. <laughs> Future who that of America. Yeah, you know. Hopefully, you know, but, you know, hopefully he does. But they got to give him something to cheer about. Y'all know how these kids are now. If Paxton knows what the red zone is, then he's five steps ahead of the court. <laughs> ah. uh, let's see. Taysom Hill is very overused. The Saints better get two more tailbacks because injury is hitting the backfield already. Look, I look. I feel like he wasn't used enough, Paulie. Last game, he wasn't used barely at all. You know, so they definitely use them enough tonight. Don't go personal, y'all. We got kids in the room. Be cool. Uh man, I'm gonna try to skip skip the uh the, the ones that go a little bit too far. Uh, let me see. Uh hey TJ, isn't it uh let me see something that now Deion Sanders is having success at Colorado? People stop talking about HBCU schools now. Man, look, I already said that. Man, ain't no surprise to me. That just that just shows you what people, you know. It wasn't it wasn't genuine. It wasn't genuine because they ready to give Shadura Sanders his flowers. They ready to give Travis Hunter his flowers. They ready to give Deion Sanders his flowers as a good coach. But these guys were the same guys that was out there winning all them games in the sweat. And, you know, people are like, oh, it's small potatoes, small potatoes. So, yeah, I mean, they ain't getting the respect. And we all know what it is, man. We all know what it is. They they don't care. They They look at uh you know hbcus like they just nothing 
And I don't care what anybody says. They, that's how they look at them because they just threw them away and dismissed them. And I just find it very, very weird that you have two guys on the national stage like Stephen A. Smith and Shannon Sharp um, who both went to HBCUs and not sitting up there, you know, giving it the credit or putting some shine on it or trying to like it's it's also amazing to me that I guarantee you no HBCU going to get college game day going there this year. I guarantee you. But Stephen A. Smith got so much cash in pool on ESPN and you are HBCU grad. So, you know, the importance of HBCUs to HBCU grad. So. Man, like, man, y'all, y'all know how I go. They don't care. They don't care. But the New Orleans Saints get the victory tonight. Um, 20 to 17 uh, is on to Green Bay. The Saints will be taking on the Green Bay Packers. That's going to be a one o'clock Eastern kickoff, 12 noon uh, Central uh, kickoff. Uh, should be a good game. Green Bay looking to bounce back after that loss to uh, the Atlanta Falcons and the Saints are trying to improve. And uh, the Green Bay Packers, to me, they aren't world beaters. They got some talent on the defensive side of the football. Uh, the interior is very, very good. The Saints going to have to be ready for that because I guarantee you it's going to be tough for them to run on them Packers because, you know, they're they, they going to have to be ready. They're going to have to be ready, man. They're going to have to be prepared for a game like this. But, of course, here on the State of the Saints podcast, we'll get you up to date on all the information leading up to the game versus the Green Bay Packers. I ask that you hit the subscribe button. Uh, if you enjoy the State of the Saints podcast, hit that like button if you enjoy the show. You got previous episodes that's available on Apple Podcasts. I promise I'm starting to download and upload them myself. I didn't upload the pregame show today because I'm going to uh, upload the pregame and postgame show together so people can check it out. Um, you can check it out on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, iHeartRadio, Anchor FM. We're also a part of uh, Megaphone, uh, Belly Up, uh, Media Network, hnsn uh you can check that out on tomorrow um i didn't do a show on hnsn i I usually do it every monday but of course the saints had a game so i didn't do a show uh but i will be uh doing a show on hnsn that should be coming out uh you know probably later on uh tomorrow uh afternoon so make sure you be on the lookout for that download the hnsn app and also you can follow me on twitter at tjay jones eight uh, thank you all so much. Have a good night. Saints are 2-0. Uh, and unfortunately, Carolina Panthers are 0-2. But it's on the Green Bay. Hope everybody have a great night. Till next time, all I got to say is... Buddha. Hey, don't let these tears fool you. It's all dog around this mug. I'm good. <laughs>